0: Hey guys, it's Anthony here from Sodor and Talpas, and did you know this month we have a brand new sci-fi comic that's out on Kickstarter? That's right, this month we're bringing to you an exceptional action-packed sci-fi project for all you hardcore Star Trek, Stargate, and Battlestar Galactica fans to sink your teeth into. Created by Scout Comics Published, comic book writer Ben Slabak is Exilium and spin-off mini-series Exilium Vanguard. Now, each issue is packed with non-stop action, relevant themes, and plenty of lasers to make your inner Captain Kirk proud. Pick up the latest issue of Exilium Season 2 and the first two issues of Exilium Vanguard by heading to exiliumcomic.com. That's exiliumcomic.com. E-X-I-L-I-U-M comic.com. And when you pledge your support, don't forget to share it with your friends. And now, on with this podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Nerdcore podcast number four hundred and forty-five. As always, it is the nerds You're kind here to host the show. Lance, my wonderful co-host, Young Yoda.
0: What's up, everybody?
1: What's up, Brad?
0: In a world. In a world. With horny Latinos.
1: <laughs> 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 and of course, today is our next review in our International Film Month here at the Nerdcore. And as always, we're being joined by our wonderful, wonderful guest. I mean, come on, man. I I, I said, hey, man, we're going to talk about this really amazing movie, right? Want to come on? And Alex like, I'm coming. I'm coming.
2: I'm, I'm coming. coming. I'm coming, <laughs> I'm coming quicker come than on. Diego and uh, Diego Luna and Gael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: what's up, bro? It's Alex. What's up, Alex? I'm yeah.
2: back. Man, this, after... this
0: is two in one week. This is the most you've been on a podcast in, like, ages.
2: ages. <laughs> I was going to say a long time, but sure. No, ages works. Been... It has been ages. I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, fuck, when was the last time that I did consecutive podcasts back-to-back? And
0: and, and you come on for Salo to watch the movie with us. Yes. And then to talk about E2 Mama Yep.
2: You didn't scare me off on Salo, apparently.
0: No, no. I, I mean, there are a lot of things to love about E2. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, director and editor, where are we getting before I leave? No, that's, that's a yeah google can direct that question over to to, to another person you're gonna yeah. get
0: it ready when it's fucking ready yeah <laughs> it's Hell, it's done i might, I
1: might it's just done do when it's done yeah it's done when it's done now nah, but i'm hoping uh to get alex in here on sunday so we can sync the score but there's other stuff that we need to finish up that uh have not been done yet and we're waiting for it to be finished so uh other than that, yeah, what's it called? Uh you pointing at me, bro? I don't want to color it. I'm not fucking pointing.
0: No, he's, I'm um, fucking going. Two deuces. Two deuces. Deuces. Uh-huh. <laughs> who
1: doesn't love a good number two?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> not a watch along of Sallow Resurrection.
2: Shut just up. zombies <laughs> taking a shit and eating it. <laughs>
1: but, uh, what's up, man? How are you doing today, Alex? Uh, I'm Rain.
2: doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a good day. been a good yeah. day. I watched it earlier today when I was supposed to be working. And <laughs> job was hey, what'd
0: actually... you do at work today? Um you did nothing.
2: <laughs> I kept the volume real low is what
0: I did. Tim, yeah. Tim, I mean at least put Tam, not Tim. Timbian, like really Timbian. <laughs> Tim Tim, Timbian. Tim that, uh, <laughs> Tim yeah, that's exactly is that Tim the shoe? Lips? Tim, Tim Timby's. Timbians. Brad, did you
1: get to watch a movie today at work?
0: No.
2: Oh, damn. Ah, uh, you're not living it right. <laughs> they Brad. they
0: they pay me too much to do that. They?
2: <laughs> Therefore they're
0: always watching me. <laughs> they're like, "Is that motherfucker working?" <laughs> like, yeah, I'm working I'm right here. Yeah, hands. When I was an intern I would. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> wait, seriously? You, you pay me less than 12 dollars an hour. And this is what you get. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's like you, oh, you, you dumb sons of bitches i'm not making that much yeah
1: that's just like on his phone like yeah man youtube is killing yeah why do you man. think
0: I, tw- I tweeted so much in 2012 13 i'm just in the office going oh, man, <laughs> i ain't man. getting paid enough i ain't getting paid enough for this shit <laughs> oh, my God.
1: um you're getting yeah. as
0: much work as you're paying for <laughs>
1: If you haven't guessed it yet, uh, we are doing our review of Alfonso Cuaron's 2001 Masterpiece, Y Tu Mama Tambien. Today, mama también. it was Brad's first pick, and today we have gone from the country of the former Soviet Union, we traveled all the way to the other side of the world, to Mexico today. We're, we're going to Mexico, and then uh, next week we'll be going to Iran, <laughs> but um, huh? yeah.
0: And so, you know um, why I chose this. You know why I chose it
1: Yeah, this. yeah. Did, did, so, a long time ago, I believe it was like Brad. Like, what's it called? I, I don't know what I said. I told. I think I told Brad. Like, learn Spanish, and Brad's like, I know a little bit. Y tú, Mama. Eat Mama So, like, for a long time, we've been talking about like this movie, and no, we never really got to it. We were supposed to do a commentary on it, but uh, I decided to switch it out for uh, *Spirited Away* because it was going to be the 20th anniversary of spirited away uh yeah so i was like hey fuck it i'm a brad's like i'm gonna finally end the bit we're gonna finally talk about this movie
2: got to we have to uh, it's it's too good not to
1: honestly yeah yeah. no
2: way too good yeah
1: yeah it's it's kind of a crime that we have yeah that we we
0: put it off just for the bit
1: yeah we've really put it off this much for so long um tim bien it, it keeps you calm while watching Home Improvement. Yeah, my favorite. Uh, my favorite felon. Wilson. <laughs> my favorite ah. convicted felon, Tim Allen, bro. Um, but um, yeah, man. Oh crap, we're gonna get to talk about this movie, and uh, I guess without further ado, we'll just do it, right? You know, let's go. Else? Yeah. Fuck it. Okay, all right. So, if you have not watched Itamama Mama Tambien*. This is your one and only chance to get out of here before we get before you start getting spoiled. Leave. If you have watched it and you don't care about or you don't care about spoilers, then this is this, then you could stay either way stay, how this goes.
2: You risky bastards. Risk, this is your one and only biscuit.
1: spoiler warning, and it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Bradley, you want to read us uh the entry?
0: For sure. E2 Mamatambian is a 2001 Mexican road film directed by Alfonso Caron and co-written by him and his brother Carlos. It stars Mexican actors Diego Luna, yes, that Diego Luna, and Gail Garcia Bernal and Spanish actress Maribel Verdú. The film tells a coming-of-age story about two teenage boys who take a road trip with a woman in her late 20s. It is set in 1999 against the backdrop of Mexico's political and economic realities specifically at the end of the uninterrupted seven decades of presidents from the Institutional Revolutionary Party and the rise of the opposition led by Vicente Fox. The film's explicit depiction of sex and drug use caused complications in the film's rating. However, in Mexico, the film earned $2.2 million in its first weekend in June 2001, setting a new record for the highest box office opening in Mexican cinema. You horny bastards. In 2002, the film was released in English-speaking markets under its Spanish title with a limited release in the United States. The film received critical acclaim and was nominated for Best Original Screenplay at the Academy Awards and as Best Foreign Language Film at the Golden Globe Awards. And box office, $33.6 million off a budget of $5 million. This was damn, damn good on, and successful.
1: You can't just skip it all skip over who who shot this film, bro? Who's who did the cinematography for this film?
0: Emmanuel Lubetsky.
1: All right, yeah, you can't just cannot skip over that name, bro. Come edited on. Edited
0: by Alex Rodriguez.
1: Yeah. Uh A-Rod. Alex, not Alex Flores, Alex Rodriguez.
2: <laughs> Shit, I wish I fucking edited this movie. Yeah.
1: Um <laughs> I want <laughs> to see what's worry. on the cutting room floor. Um, Brad, I will tell you when a Mexican director directs a movie and it's released in Mexico. It is like you're going to church. Everybody is going to go to see that movie. They don't care what it's about. The freaking movie theater is going to be so, packed and everybody so. will go. And then now you add on to it being the horny mess that it is, you're going to get repeated And movies. you know
0: you know word rant like the first people saw that was like telling like all their dude bros they're like you got you got to go. Fucking go, go sit bro. in the back. <laughs>
1: them back uh but i'm gonna go again and go first with our uh our guests since let's go to use our guests um alex what are your thoughts on it
2: oh my god so uh as you and i were talking like off the podcast i think i think what really captured me besides everything like just the cinematography the the horniness just everything about it is just just how well it uh he just really captured just Mexican coming of age youths, just it's just so well caught Like honestly, and I told Raúl uh, off the air, I I felt like these were probably dudes I would have gone to school with. <laughs> being where we're from, like these were dudes that I would have gone to school with. These are dudes that I could totally see fucking fucking around in the halls and just being fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 just so beautifully captured. It's beautifully shot. Um, Gael and Diego, they deliver some of their some just really excellent early raw performances. And then I was really interested in the idea that when I was reading up on it, Caron didn't really want to bring uh, Diego Luna into the movie. And it was it was Gael that was like, No, 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 no. This dude's my friend, man. If you really want us to capture like that friend spirit, you need to bring this fucker, man. Let him come on.
1: Let him come on play. Oh, man. bread
0: um story this story is amazing i love i love the one the the whole thing that makes this is you get this one shot in a doctor's office and you think throughout this film because she loves children she's playing with kids she's picking up doll toys you're like she can't have a baby that's that's all this is she can't have a baby Mm -hmm. and then at the end of this you're like oh my god Oh, that's heart wrenching in every way. And and fuck you, Yano. Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah.
2: <laughs> fucking bro. Hon- Honestly, that was actually what I was thinking too. I was like, okay, like, I don't know. She can't she can't conceive. She can't, you know, hey, cause, she...
0: cause everything else, that's kind of what the indication is until you're told she had cancer. She had stage four fucking cancer and full blown yeah, just monster yeah.
2: cancer. And I was like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> Which makes it even that that deeper of this movie of this woman letting everything go and just being free as much as she can before, you know, she's gone. And just the way this captures a, in a coming of age movie in a way, but also the ending of a very young life. Yeah. And it's just, it it's remarkably beautiful in like the, the cinematography in this with all the different colors. And you know the the ocean scenes and Chewie doing a soccer game. That my God, that that even that scene was like th- this is like this keeps my eyes to the screen. What the hell? You What's go Chewie, and then then yeah. I love the the narrator like where the sound just cuts off. Yeah, and they just narrate. I love that. <clears throat> and that Chewie doesn't fish ever again. These two friends never see each other again. She dies two months later. It's just like you're you're killing me. You're yeah. killing me throughout this whole movie.
2: <laughs> the narration kind of threw me off at first because like I'm watching it on my laptop. And then all of a sudden, like the audio just cuts off. I was like, hey, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? And then they start the narration. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And at first okay. I was like, okay. I was like wondering, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if it's cutting the the flow of the movie. And then like as it really just started to kind of explain things, I was like, holy crap, he's kind of trying to like really really engross us into these people's lives. And, and gives you a little try.
0: more backstory. Like uh Saba is first threesome, and he's like he kind of indicates it's not gonna be the last threesome. And <laughs> you know, just just like, shit that you think like it doesn't really matter the, in general, but it comes the up. The
1: thing with the pigs, yeah, about like the, like, the, the th- outbreak.
0: Yeah, and then it like it kills a bunch of people, and you're just like, you know, you wouldn't know this background if you just saw pigs on the campsite. Like it's that little extra that gets you even more engrossed into the movie. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I love this movie. This movie's amazing. Uh, Maribel is like she's up there with Selma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, now let's go ahead. And just talk about a bit. Uh, oh but, my um, god, I, I this movie is really important to me. Um, I saw this film when I was in high school, uh, and then I watched it again in uh, in college. And, um, like, this was like really formative. I mean, this is when everybody, whenever you discuss. Contemporary Mexican cinema, you always bring up Itumama también, you always bring up Amores Perros, and you like you bring up what's it called, Guillermo. Of course, you I mean they're the three amigos for a reason, bro. Yeah. They are the three amigos for a reason. And why? Because they're some of the best contemporary Mexican directors you in the world right now.
0: I did have a I... question roll. What? Before we get too deep. Did anybody have a rich friend like that? I never had a rich friend like that, whose know. father could close the the fucking <laughs> No.
1: You see, that's what's more, that's what's so, imp- what's it called, Fucking interesting club. about the film, because like, I think this movie is incredible for a lot of reasons, of course it's an amazing, um what's it called, uh, coming of age uh, story, it's, you know, at the time in 2001, I'm telling you right now y'all, 2001, what's it called, and still right now in, in, in Mexico, it is very difficult to be gay in Mexico, in mm-hmm. 2001 bro, that scene, at the end, like, yo, mm that that that's something that at the time like yo they have balls to do that bro yeah then they still have the balls to do that um but also there's something that just is incredible about this movie as well is the way that like how the 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 background bro like you know how Alfonso's also doing this incredible thing of like capturing poverty capturing like political uh unrest and you know, of course, if you know the, the history of Mexico, like at the time, like what, what Brad just said, like this is seven years of the pre just having control of Mexico,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and, and you see exactly what they're discussing there. Um, but this movie's just incredible, man. I mean, performances, music, um, cinematography, everything it's like it's just Brad brings up that scene in the hospital. I love how, like, you don't even need to go in there, bro. To, it's so to short, feel. too. It's just,
0: yeah one scene of the hospital and then it just moves on. So you're just like, okay, she went to the hospital. But then it's everything else after that. Her picking up the the child's doll uh, that has her name on it. Her playing with the kids a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, the 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 conversation that comes up, oh, you should have children. And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just think, "Well, oh, she can't conceive. Okay. She can't. You know. And then it's but- just far fucking more depressing and deeper than that.
1: Yeah. But um, for sure, um, I know. Before we get to go deeper, bro, uh, I think we all agree. Hano is the biggest idiot in this fucking movie, so and I can't oh, believe yeah. so this fucking dumb.
0: Just... Like, like, <laughs> like, dude, dude, who are you cheating on this beautiful woman with?
2: Like,
1: you better have some gorgeous ass woman.
2: Like right. Salma Hayek there in the background. Like, what? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> fucking from the get go when they first introduce his character. And he's fucking bitching about his little suit, and he's being a pretentious little prick. Mama's boy. I was, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna hate this son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna hate this dude so bad, and like, um, and and I just, you know, um, of course, you look at Tenoch and uh, Julio, who are like, you know, they yeah, they're, they're you know they're kids from like a rich family, and uh, you know, it's oh, the perfect. With Tenoches, yeah and it's the perfect you know kids to like bring on this journey because like one of them is like hey man like i don't live as nice as you but the other one's like i live pretty nice and lavishly but they still don't know the extent of what like you don't know that one of them doesn't know the extent of like what the real world looks like out there because you know while the other one's just like with my favorite one of my favorite scenes is like when they're driving right and they get to the what's it called uh to that part with the bride, and then just gives the money like that, and you just see like Diego Luna's face, like I don't know what to go. Like, Julio gives the money just like that, and then Diego Luna in the back is just like.
2: And you like, see that this? multiple
0: times actually in yeah. this movie. The yeah. guy with the hat, Tenoch gives money too.
2: Or when, uh, or when uh, he kind of passes by that one little village that his that his uh, his nanny was basically raised in, and he's kind of like, mm-hmm. holy shit, this is where she came from, and. He's just kind of like thinking about it and kind of like, oh, wow. And kind of like, it's kind of like he's coming to like understanding the world outside of his sheltered little world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: But he doesn't bring it up. Yeah. So it's like, you know, he doesn't want to acknowledge it in a way, but he kind of, he's kind of getting there on the inside, (laughs) I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, first of all, I, I love how these two idiots will like, Oh yeah, we're gonna go to the Boca del Cielo. We're gonna go there, and then at, and then when she calls them, it's like, hey y'all, we're gonna, and they're like. Wait, but where the fuck is this
0: place? Yeah, then they have to ask their high friend for directions, yeah. Yeah. and he's like, "There's this giant Coke bottle on
2: the roof."
1: Never <laughs> once did we see the Coke bottle. But no, I
2: was actually not once. I was looking, I was looking all over for it. I was like, "All right, where is that fucking Coke bottle?" <laughs> no, not once.
0: I just love how it's like, like, yeah, he didn't know where the fuck they were going, so he just turned down a dirt road. So not to be suspicious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it Coke so probably. happens.
2: There is a heaven's mouth.
1: Yeah.
0: God knows
1: why.
2: <laughs> Only those two idiots, man. Only those two idiots.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I, I love Bed's character because, you know, she's a, this free, she's like, she's not the free, well, she's a free spirit, you know, like, caged, caged because of her, of you know, her living with Hano and, like, having this really nice life where she feels comfortable, but she doesn't actually want to be, like, she wants other things, but... She knows that there's no other way that she's gonna leave that, and sadly, her cancer diagnosis is the only reason that she's and able really to the know, only push to finally needs. take yeah. control, yeah. take back control. Um,
0: I d- I do think she is a bit misguided in some way because she she sleeps with 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 one, and she's like the only way to fix this is if I sleep with the other one. Yeah, and I'm gonna do it in the car while the other guy's driving. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not being the chauffeur for this. I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, Man, fuck this. I'm like, that is not a bro yeah. <laughs> at all. You activated. broke the bro
1: code. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't know what she was expecting. Like, teenage boys were out of their mind warning, bro. You thought they were gonna last more than three minutes? Ten you seconds? Really thought? Ten seconds? You.
0: I did really love think? the argument though she was having. Y'all asking which one's better? Neither could last ten seconds. Like, what the fuck's that matter?
1: <laughs> it matter? Yeah. I, I just love like it's y'all trying I, to flex. Yeah, why are y'all trying to flex, bro? Then they're like, like who was better?
0: She and she's like, <laughs> really?
1: Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I love how they all just go like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's like with the other ones, like with, with their girlfriends, they were like, oh, fuck it. Like, you know, whatever. You would go I mean. forever.
0: Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, you're dealing with a woman like who no, knows, knows what she's doing.
1: Who she knows what she's yeah. doing? Yeah. You're telling me she didn't know what she was doing, bro? She was putting in work that whole movie, bro.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So then they're like, I'm sorry. It's like, and I get it, man. It's like, you know, you're this teenage dude who doesn't know much about that. And like, you get to be with somebody who's like, you know, this ultimate fan, like what teenage boy didn't have this fantasy of being with an older woman. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those big fantasies. Right. And they're just like, what are they going to do when they just finish quick? Like, yeah, I'm going to say sorry, because like, I can't believe that I just messed that up for myself. Like, I really yeah. thought that I was all hot, hot shit. But it doesn't. It doesn't actually. It's not actually true, bro. Like I'm. I'm. What's it called? I'm coming quick here.
0: And I just. I just like the whole. Just everything comes out in the wash. Like, like I slept with your girlfriend. No, I slept with oh, your girlfriend. Man. Oh well, what the fuck? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, then I
0: just love how how Maribel's like. You think they're banging a bunch of du- Italian dudes? Just <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> no. Of course, mm. of course not. Of course not. And are you all faithful? Yeah. Of course we are. Of course we are.
1: Um, there's a lot of so like when I first watched this film, I did not expect that last scene, right? But now when I watched, when I rewatched this, like I rewatched this twice now, since the first time I watched it. Um, I'll tell you, bro, there are so many signs pointing towards that direction. I mean, the fact that so like one of the early ones is look. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care who you are. Like when you're in the shower and you're like going in there and you're looking like, dude, yours is like a little bit like, what's it called? Like, what's it called? A quarter inch. Like you know, they mine. And then they start like playing with each other where they like throw the what's it called? The towel. Like, bro. You're too just,
2: close. You're, you're too close. Just, yo. you're, you're, you're a little. You're pushing boundaries. <laughs>
1: you're pushing. Yeah, bad, bro. Like, come on, man. Just say it, bro. Come I did out, I bro. did
0: like the whole like your dick is so ugly. Like that yeah. is like <laughs> it's a monster.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then of course, like uh what's it called when they're drunk, like when, when he when he playfully pushes him down and he puts him on the floor, like come on, man. Ado <laughs> and Gram like they are like are the biggest example right here, our background. when they're jerking off right next to each other on diving boards. Oh man. No like,
2: too close.
1: who does that can i can other? i
0: just just say that scene ends perfectly and also very awkwardly
2: <laughs> criterion had so much fun probably remastering that shot i gotta get oh, yeah. i gotta
0: get all of this crystal clear 4k sure. gotta...
1: <laughs> alex is there other things you want to bring up bro uh you know?
2: I, i'm trying to think like it just really uh like going back to what you mentioned like earlier like not only like is it kind of, it's like not only does it kind of like follow these like two Mexican like you know teens, it's also kind of like a snapshot in history, you know like that period like that's one thing that like a lot of articles explain on it like it's literally not only just their coming of age story but it's like a period film as well in a very specific time period in Mexico's history. Yeah, and I think it actu- a- accurately captures just kind of the rural life too like just how these little towns are how they operate it, he, he makes sure to accurately put in all these details it almost feels like you're a witness like you're there on the journey with them
1: mm-hmm. and um of course that's done expertly well because of you know we can't just not ignore him uh chivo Lubeski, i mean it's, this is this is not this is not the first time of course like chivo and alfonso worked a lot together when they were in school together but this is the first film like what's it called where they where you really see chivo's like work like his where you see his genius and then of course he'll perfect it even more when you get to like children of men when he shoots that but like here it's just like it's beautiful you're you're you literally are the observer you're literally there like the fact that this is a road movie works even better right but like Like I'm saying, that scene in the hospital, like you don't have to go into that room.
2: No. You
1: are already feeling the extremity of that by being outside of that door and just having that little half shot of like the door right there. Like and then we don't even need that to do like visual, like what's it called framing. The lighting, the lighting in here is fucking beautiful. It's there's like definitely Mm -hmm. there's that when they're in that one um when they're in that first restaurant where they sit down and the greens you're seeing those oh. greens bro oh beautiful beautiful um and then of course like the, the the rooms and it's just it he takes he takes that mix of like natural light that you're seeing outside but also he does really well when you're inside these interiors and giving you this like really like beautiful stylistic lighting which of course chivo you know Chivo is a master of 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 natural lighting, bro. I mean, look at Revenant, you know, <laughs> that's mostly natural light. Oh, yeah.
2: No, Revenant's like fucking oh my mm-hmm. god. When it comes to natural light, yeah. Yeah. And uh, which bro- that
0: movie has to depend on that because there's really no dialogue yeah. oh, at yeah. all. Other than the screams of him when the bears eating him.
1: Grant, what did you think about the cinematography, bro?
0: Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, the the underwater scenes. Like, like perfect. Like where they're diving in and they're just swimming. Also, I got to bring up um, for people who watch this and then watch Rogue One, you're going to sit in there and go and like, how many people have seen Diego Luna's dick? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I actually
2: thought the same thing. I was like, all right, you know, I love Diego. Like his dick. I'm like a huge Diego Luna fan, so I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll watch this movie. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, all right. I've seen a lot more of the ego Luna that I ever thought they I ever would. thought,
0: yeah, yeah, but yeah. go back to cinematography, sorry, uh, segue. Segway um
2: <laughs> oh man, the way they frame those shots with this <laughs> just of uh, the penises is just amazing
0: yeah. lighting clear that was <laughs> one ugly dick Diego um but <laughs> yes, but you, g- cinematography in this is amazing lighting and natural lighting um yeah, I don't the night scenes at the end there. Um, oh, yeah. oh, that and, nice during the threesome, though, like, like oh. at the bar, even before yeah, that, man, that was man. great.
1: And, and of course, I love that fucking scene so much, bro. Like you're kind of building to that, that like that tension that's going there. It's like, just like I said, like just that buildup of like, like, Hey, who who fucks better? And like, you see them progressively get more drunk, but they know what they're doing. They they yeah. know exactly what they're doing. And of course, when she puts on a you know, from Marco Antonio Solis and just that beautiful scene of like, Mighty Bear just coming back with like dancing seductively. It's just like it, it's fucking incredible, bro. Um, I I got I love that scene a lot, dude. That that scene's one of my favorites in this movie for a lot of reasons.
0: Stacy says so. It's rogue foot and a half then, <laughs> like a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is a movie, and I don't remember the movie, and they say that.
2: All right, now I gotta look it up. There is
0: a movie. It's I think it's a Robin Hood esque movie. It's a baby.
1: In that scene, baby's arm, holding an yo, apple. In that scene, though, uh, Alex, I just love how they keep fucking asking, like telling Chewie a bunch of things, and Chewie's just like, "I don't give a fuck what you're doing,
2: bro. I don't give a fuck. fuck. You, does want, he some, you
1: want some?
2: You want some fish? Every time that I'm just like looking at the shot, and I'm like, Is Chewie doing something? And he's just like, Nah. Nah, it's like, nah. che- <laughs> Chewie is living his
0: best life at this moment and then they go into narration of how his life is about to get a, a whole lot worse yeah. of basically they build condos on the island he's going to be their janitor and you're just like that's sad that is yeah. absolutely terrible
1: sadly that's you know that's how it goes is gentrification bro. Um, but I just Austin Powers I, Brad was Austin yeah. Powers Awesome Im
0: holding an apple yes yeah I love I that was a Robin this Hood movie. movie
1: though man um and I'll go ahead and segue us into final thoughts here but like this movie is incredible um it's it's a per it's one of the best coming of age stories you can see it's an incredible like just how how what's it called uh, how unapologetically unapologetic it, it is man like it's like just the ba- like I say, I cannot stress enough, man. The balls this movie has to do right. that that scene. Oh.
0: King Arthur. It's in King Arthur as well.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell, bro.
2: <laughs> but no, no, I completely agree with you. Um, I don't, I don't think, unless you really know Mexico, you don't have a grasp of just how conservative a country it is. So yeah. for a director to have the balls to go and like discuss some of the things that it does show some of the things that it does, like not just like, um, not just like the sexual aspect of it, but a lot of the politics that he also covers in it. It's a very ballsy film.
0: And then yeah. for it to be a hit, like, yeah, like a national treasure, really. Let's it face speaks, it. This movie's a national treasure.
2: Yeah. It speaks, it speaks a lot of the people that loved it. It, yeah. it shows a lot about the people that like really clamored for this movie.
1: Yeah. And uh, I just I can't believe this movie's 20 years old, man. This this movie looks like it could be made today, especially uh, on
2: the Criterion Channel. God,
0: you can
1: help, man. Probably... I don't remember
0: it looking that good the first time I watched it.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it looks. Sp- but maybe yeah. I was fast forwarding
0: yeah. through some scenes and just you know, you to get
1: paused to some a little bit, so, yeah, <laughs> slowed
2: it down. But, um, it's a good thing I this was a VHS just... tape. If not, you'd wear some scenes out. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, just, it's incredible, man. And um, I love this movie a lot. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and it's just. It's, it's, it's a movie, not just about love. It's a movie about wanting to free yourself of all these things that hold you back and don't let you be the person that you want to be. And uh, it's, it's a lot about, you know, seizing that moment, man. And, and, you know, living not just for, for others, but for yourself as well. And uh, I, of course there's no other way that you would think I would give my favorite, a favorite movie of mine. You know, this is going to get a 10. It gets a 10 out of 10. Uh, Brad, what are your final thoughts?
0: Amazing movie, great cinematography. Um, beautiful story. a uh, very sad beautiful story. Um, but to me it's damn damn it's not even near perfect. It's perfect. Ten out of ten.
2: Yeah. All right, Alex. As like somebody that, you know, obviously grew up in Mexican culture, uh, knows a lot about the culture, a lot about like the uh, traditions and whatnot. Um, I think this film probably came out at a time where that it needed to. So we could really start moving not only like cinema forward, but like the culture forward. Talk about things, discuss things, show things that we probably were never able to before and capture it so beautifully, capture the people so beautifully. Um, 10 out of 10. It's it's an important film.
1: Yeah. No. No matter what your family holds they've seen también. if you're mexican you have at least at one point either seen this movie or you've heard about this movie yeah and if you haven't you at least know who these actors are I
0: mean, oh yeah i mean diego luna's ego has to be like the the sides of his dick
1: <laughs> you just keep talking about his dick don't you bro
0: i mean it's it's a thing
2: I will say one thing: I have seen more dick in this movie than I have seen in any movie.
0: I, I don't know; Salo might be there. Well, yes,
2: <laughs> but it just goes to show how much the U.S. is afraid of the male anatomy. And then I yeah. found out. And then I found out that it got an NC-17, and I was like, "Yeah, the MPAA was like too much." Yeah, no. If you this look at
0: much up, genitals.
2: If you if you look up the rating that it got when it came over to the U.S immediately yeah. smacked with an nc-17 the mp me, the the MPAA is like too much dick too much bro.
1: too much so Stupid dude i oh god
2: man yeah the MPAA bro. conversation's a conversation for another day <laughs> yeah it's just stupid, bro but
1: god i love diego luna i love uh gael garcia bernal and i did not know this but uh maribel Verdú is actually going to be in, an, in another movie next um Hold on. I, I saw it last time and I didn't want to, what's it called? I don't want to speak uh, what's, I saw it on, 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 what's it called? On Letterbox. But she's going to be in, uh, ooh, what the fuck am I doing with my mouse? Um, um, I don't know, but quit it. What the hell, man? I saw it in here. She was going to be somewhere, bro. What the hell, man? You lying to me, Letterbox? Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Why the fuck do we do, oh, when you're on, um, uh- wow, that's great, man. Uh, when you're on Wikipedia, when it comes to this actress, you start at the, the 2022 and then you go down to like the 80s when she started. Oh, okay. she's going to be in the Flash, bro. I know that she's really? going to playing Nora Allen.
0: Who's going to be in the Flash? Oh wow, she's really? Maddie Bell.
2: Oh really?
1: Yeah, she's going to be in the in the in the Flash. She's playing Mama Mama Allen. Holy you know, shit! No, her screen time is going to be limited, right? You know. Yeah, but,
2: her screen time is going to be fucking limited.
1: Yeah, but like, uh, she's going to be in the Flash, bro. Still in
0: it. Yeah. Still fucking in it. I'm just going to be like
1: Do you know who
0: that is? Mama, damn that's Mama Tamiya
1: <laughs> Which by the way Do we believe Do we believe that uh that He actually did fuck his mom? Fuck, did He actually fuck. What's it called? His mom?
2: I think he was probably talking shit Just to kind of see What he could probably get away with But about like all the time of them Boinking each other's girls That's I'm, true That's, that's true
0: I, I mean, you don't spit oh, yeah. on your own car for no reason,
1: bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's it called? Like, the the girls. Like, at, at first, I was just like, man, these guys are assholes with each other. But the second time and third time around, you're like, oh, they fucked each other's girls so many times because they it's out of frustration that they can't fuck each other. Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna get the next they, closest thing.
2: They they said, what was it that they were cum brothers, way too enthusiastically. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, if you never saw the signs of that scene coming, what's it called? You you're, too not, too you're too
2: innocent. yeah. They Honestly, when it happened, I was like, wow, I saw it coming. But wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, um, it was kind of like the cancer thing. It's like you kind of know something's there. But then when they finally open the door, it's like, oh, that oh, one, oh that wow. That
2: one's the part that threw me off.
0: Yeah, I was like, "Oh wow!" I thought she was just gonna have kids, but it was way darker was like, than that.
2: I was the way I took it. It was just her trying to recapture her youth one more time. Yeah,
0: which she couldn't do with 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 Dickhead, because yeah. he was a dickhead.
2: Yeah, <laughs> damn yeah. it, Yano!
1: Fucking Hano, bro! Fuck, Fuck. Hano. Fuck hey, That's Hano, gonna man. be our title, right, Brad? Fuck Hano? Fuck Hano. Fuck Hano. Yeah. Uh, But as always, I want to thank you all so much for stopping by and listening to us talk about this wonderful movie. Um, As always, we want to thank everybody who was in the chat and we want to thank everybody who's listening. We want to thank our Patreon supporters. Thank you all so much for making these these shows happen, especially... Um, those who are, you know, been here for a long time as well. We want to thank you all so much, especially our writers and our producers, our, pro- our associate producer, Sarah. Thank you so much for being with us for a really long time. We want to thank our executive producer, Shane, who is still with us, even though he just b- bought a store, a-, a place to have his own store.
0: I'm telling you, Shane just forgets, a- forgets, forgets that he he's paying a house.
1: us. And he bought a house, too. Like-
0: he bought a house, too? God,
1: he's had a house, bro, for a while, no? I don't know. Yeah, I, think I know about got the a
2: store. I'm not here often enough, so I wouldn't know.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah, thank you, Shane. Where can you find him, Bird?
0: You follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at XSRK underscore. Also, yeah. go buy something from the suppy god at thriftedil.com.
1: And as always, we want to thank our wonderful writer, Tony.
0: Hey, Tony.
1: At Real Nerdy Dad. And uh, as always, um, we want to thank you all. Uh, but Alex, you want to, you know, plug it up since you're never here all that much. So
2: if you want to see me talk shit or you just want to just shoot the shit with me, just see all the dumb stuff that I go ahead and post. You can find me on Twitter at this handle right over here. Where is that? Up right Right there. There you go. Alex does comics.
1: Yeah. Alex does comics. Uh, and also remember he is the person you want to direct all your hate mail to. Uh, Brad and I will not look at it. We're not going to read it. Alex will.
2: i'll I'll look at it and if they ever need me to i will just read it on the air i'll just record a segment and then just send it their way and be like here play this (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, they really love us (laughs) you love me you really love Love, me love
0: me you love me enough to send me hate
2: (laughs) it takes a Um, lot of love to do that mm, it makes my
0: heart grow three times
2: we still have
1: not decided what we're doing on thursday um I, look i honestly at this point i think brad's waiting for shang chi to hit uh, disney plus so you can watch it on disney plus <laughs> um and um i think we might do brad i think we should do malignant don't you think um let's it called? it's on it's on hbo max it's sure. the new james wan film okay. so, all right so okay. on thursday will be our review okay. of malignant and then um on friday uh live show saturday live show sunday live show you already know what's up with that but uh if you want to go for our next review, we'll be seeing you all next week as we travel to Iran to discuss Ashar Farhadi's uh, Separation. An incredible movie. I literally, I, I, re, I this is going to be my first, my second rewatch. I got this specifically because I really want to show this movie to Brad. I really want to show this movie to Brad. But like this movie, like y'all, I urge you all to please go watch this movie before next week when we discuss it. Because this movie is really good. This was really good. But uh, as always, it's been a wonderful time. And Alex, we'll see you when we see you next time. Well, I mean, I'll see you probably Sunday, but, you know, uh, what's it called? we'll see you on here when you come back another time. I'll try not to take a year this time. <laughs> <laughs> now, as always, Brad, send him out.
0: All right, our own thing and host, as always, thank you to Alex for coming on and joining us today. Thank you to all those who joined us in chat, all our listeners, all our Patreons, words. We appreciate each and every one of you. And in this yeah. episode, I'm going to say it probably not for the last time, but probably not for a long time. You too, Mama Tambian. Young Yoda out. Fuck off. I
2: saw Diego Luna.